Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now let me go to, I think, is it Marcin? Or is it, sorry, I'm going to pronounce your name wrong now. Is it Marcin or Marcin? Uh, it's Marcin. Marcin, how okay. are you? Now you are currently in Poland. And yes, I do- am, yeah. So you're basically what you're doing is, in your own car, you're running trips from the, Pol- uh, from the Polish-Ukraine uh, border uh, to help to relocate refugees. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, um, uh, Nile, it's a privilege to speak with you. I'm a fan of the show. And please forgive me if my English is not perfect, because when I'm, uh, uh, you know, nervous, I can forget the words. No, that's so okay. Please, you sound uh, perfectly fine, Martin. You sound perfectly uh, uh, fine. Okay. So, uh, basically, on the reply on, on the news when I was watching, uh, I, I'm, I'm staying currently in Poland because my... Um, work allow me to work from any place in the world so you know i have little apartment in poland as well okay. i'm living in ireland for 16 years i have house there so sometimes with my wife we are moving you know to get different uh, views from the windows yeah so uh, when we were here in poland and i saw the news when the war started and i saw the appeal in the tv that the people uh, on the border are uh, gathering and you know uh, every day there is thousands of people call, uh, crossing polish borders mm-hmm. and they need some kind of help and they need to relocate uh, to the center of Poland with different, you know, reasons. Okay. Uh, I say to myself, we need to do something. So, you know, obviously I cannot go there and fight. So I said, you know, I have car, I, I have time and I can drive there and I can be a help. Okay. So, uh, so, so basically, where are you taking them to? I'm just, I just wonder what part so, of Poland would you be taking them to? So basically, uh, I'm uh, the trip for me is around 600 kilometers both ways. Okay. So usually, usually uh, what, what I see because this is uh, I already uh, did three trips. So uh, what I see in there that you have three types of people that come uh, coming Polish border. You have person that do, they don't know what to do. They're crossing the border because they want to leave the country because there is war. There's people that need to uh, go to the closest airport, so the Poland probably to uh, get relocated to family. And, and where and where would? Leave. Well, I suppose depending on whereabouts on the border they're coming from, the places like Lublin um, in Poland and yes, places along so, the border, those they would have airports, I imagine. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you, you know, but they, they don't have all the flights. So uh, what, what I'm doing, because I'm living in the Krakow, so uh, okay. I'm going there uh, every morning. So I'm going to go, I'm going to drive tomorrow morning at four. So I have big... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, looking uh, at the, I'm looking at a map here. That's a, that's a decent drive you have to do every day. I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, you have to go from Krakow to Tarno um, and then over towards the Ukrainian border. How yeah, long does it take you to drive there? Uh, in the morning, it's two and a half hours. Okay. I'm coming back at three because I'm leaving here uh, uh, 10 to 5 in the morning okay. every day. So I'm there at the place uh, 20 past uh, seven. Okay. And is, uh, is there so, a particular part of that Ukrainian border into Poland? And I'm, I, again, I'm looking at a map here. Is there a particular part where the majority of people have come through? Because 350,000 people from the Ukraine have crossed yeah. the border into Poland. Yeah. So at the moment, what happened? You cannot go directly to the to the border between Poland and Ukraine. There is mm. two uh, uh, walking uh, uh, border controls for people, but you cannot drive the, the drive their car there anymore. So what the, what the Polish government offers? They offer all the people that coming in buses 
and they are uh, they are transporting them to the closest town and they uh, they set the uh, location camps okay so in the location camps they uh, receive first aid they receive hot food they're getting information what to do they're getting information they they can get a free uh, ticket uh, to to the train to any okay. dire- direction they want and there's buses as well to different uh, uh, cities of Poland. But there's as well few people like, uh, like myself. They are, tr- uh, they are driving their own car with the cardboard uh, you know, sign, I'm going to Krakow, I can take four people on board with well me. Well done, well done uh, to you, by the way, for doing that. Yeah. Well, by the way, are, yeah. other, are other countries doing the same, like Slovakia, Hungary and Lithuania? Uh, Lithuania are they taking in uh, refugees as well? Uh, they taking as well, but I think the the, the Poland is, is the heaviest one that is yes. uh, um, okay. involved in. This. And, and I'm assuming but, I'm assuming many of the people that are going through or that you're bringing through in your car, uh, and it's a wonderful thing to do, by the way, from a humanitarian point of view. I'm assuming many of those people are hoping that this crisis will end and they can go back to their homes in the Ukraine. Uh, you see, uh, you know, it's strange because, you know, w- w- whatever I'm uh, talking with those people and whatever uh, I'm, uh, I'm getting the information from them, it's, you know, it's, it's different what you uh, hear in the radio because uh, each different person has different story. How, how they cross the border, how they get uh, to the place they are at the moment. So, you know, for example, I can say you the story of the girl that I was uh, driving uh, on Sunday morning. Uh, she was 23. Uh, she was from Kharkov. Mm-hmm. She was in the she was in the um, in the travel from the Kharkov to Polish border for three days. Uh, after three days, because on the Ukrainian side to the Polish border, there's traffic on the motorway for 50 kilometers. So she walked that 50 kilometers on the foot in the night time. And finally, she crossed the Polish border. She had to leave the father behind because the, her father was uh, forced to uh, join the military. It's mandatory right now for, for men. That's right, yeah, for under, conscription, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So mother re- refused to go with her. And, oh, and she, she had to stay with father. So they, they give her whatever money she has and they sent her. You know? that's, that's awful when you think when you think about how families are being disconnected from each other now, particularly and, when you talk about uh, men between the age of eighteen and sixty years of age who are being forced to stay and basically their wives and children having to leave them. Uh, it's exactly. horrible, horrible. Exactly, and you know uh, I can view this from different points because I I am the son, I'm a father as well, and I'm the husband. So you know I can relate it with all of those people. Mm-hmm. Another uh, people that I have in the car it was the couple in the late sixties. And they were traveling to Polish airport to okay. Krakow because they have flight to to uh, to the daughter that she is living at the moment in London. And by the way, we are hearing conflicting reports in relation to the, you know the idea that the the Ministry for Defense uh, in Ukraine yeah. have said that men between the age of eighteen and sixty are not allowed to leave. But we're hearing yeah. conflicting reports that many of them are leaving. So, what has your experience been? Are they leaving or are they for being forced to stay uh, in Ukraine? So what, what, what I can tell you, Nile, uh, uh, when I was at the, at the border, I can saw many uh, Ukraine people that try to get in back to Ukraine from Poland because we, we, we have at the moment we have like one million of uh, 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 Ukrainians living in Poland, and there is loads of uh, men reply to go back to mm-hmm. Ukraine and fight. And that's their choice, but, yeah. 
Yeah, there is choice. But what I can uh, tell you, uh, at this stage, if, if you uh, watch the news and you can see the uh, report from a different uh, uh, station, you can see probably uh, uh, the man on the footage from uh, from the TV. But what I, uh, what, what I will tell you, that there, there is lots of refugees that are not coming from Ukraine only. Okay. Because there is no border right now between Belarus and uh, Ukraine and, U- and Poland have lifted uh, the barrier and they are accepting anyone. So there's lots of people from Syria, there's lots of people from Africa, there's lots of people from Afghanistan as well. So, so, what people, only... are, so people are taking advantage of the fact that the border is exactly. open? Exactly, yeah. Okay, from, this is from countries from the African continent and other places, other yes. such places. Okay, yeah. well, that wouldn't be un, uh, unheard of for that to happen, unfortunately. But yeah. in, in relation to, sorry, the conflicting reports I was talking about yeah. was the, the men aged between 18 and 60 who are currently in Ukraine and the Ministry for Defence have told them that they can't leave the country. When you're t- going back and forward and picking up families and picking up people, are you seeing kind of, you know, 20 and 30 year old men leaving Ukraine? No. 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 It either uh, most most of those people are uh, women and children or uh, elderly couples or elderly men. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's women, children, elderly men, and you're not seeing twenty yeah. and thirty year old men leaving the country from Ukraine. No. Okay. Okay, but other countries you are seeing them coming to the border because they're yeah. taking advantage of the open border system that exactly. Poland currently have. Well, that's again, I'd say that's not unusual for certain people to take advantage of that, uh, particularly yeah. from certain areas of the world. Uh, but in relation to where this is going to go from here, I mean, a lot of those people would like to think they can return to the Ukraine at some point. Um, uh, possibly not. I mean, it depends on how long more this goes on. I mean, is there a fear in Poland that too many people from Ukraine and other countries, of course, will suddenly come into Poland and they won't be able to handle it? No, I don't think so, now because you see, uh, um, Ukrainians really help uh, Polish uh, economy because you know when all the Polish leave I, uh, leave Poland and went to you know uh, uh, Great Britain or Ireland. Or Ireland, was, yeah, we, yeah. We did. We didn't. Have, We've nearly more uh, Polish here than we have in Poland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now this is a different situation. So we have you know there is lots of uh, Ukraine people here in Poland. So whenever you're gonna go right now, even right now to the shop, you can see uh, 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 speaking. You know, it was the same like ten mm-hmm. years ago in Ireland. So you know we are happy because we have common history with them and yeah. you know uh, uh, our relationship is, is uh, more or less the same from years and years so mm-hmm. you know and and you know I'm happy that all the nations uh, uh, you know get united and try to fight uh, uh, fight uh, you know Russia and you know mm-hmm. uh, stand against that kind of um, and just it, just finally, Martian, in in relation to how people in Poland currently feel about Russia at the moment and what's happening in Ukraine, and some people have suggested that maybe Putin won't be happy with just Ukraine, that he may go further than that and is looking basically to get the USSR back together again. I mean, is there a genuine fear in Poland that this could escalate uh, past Ukraine? Uh, it is, but, uh, we, you know, uh, I think it's going to be more like uh, for the countries like Georgia uh, uh, or Moldova. I don't think he's he, he going to try to do something with Poland and Lithuania. Uh, you know, we are in the NATO and this is, you know, completely different game right now. If you have like, uh, um, you know, uh, national troops, like uh, uh, soldiers from Germany and the yeah. uh, U.S. Yeah. tension in Poland in this country. So, you know, it, it, it's... Mm. it's 
too, too risky for them. Yeah, and I'm looking at some of the questions people are texting in. Somebody wants to know here, how far have the people walked just to get to you and your car? How far have people, what, people have tell you stories? No, obviously. The, the, so, so you see, they don't have to walk because I, I'm going to that location point uh, where all the refugees coming in for food and for the blankets or for, for medical uh, advice or mm. uh, legal advice or uh, anything. So I don't then with the, bo- with the cardboard with the sign on free transport to Krakow. And, you know, uh, uh, there, there is an army there, there is fire department there, and, you know, uh, people, little, you know, the Ukraine people, it's a little bit surprised why I'm doing this and why... Why I'm doing this? This is this is the question. That well, you're I doing it because you're a good time. person, Madge, and that's why you're doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Because so, I know, uh, by the way, you contacted us uh, <laughs> because you basically had uh, told us that what you were doing, uh, because you listened to the show. So you listened to the show when you were living in Ireland, did you? Uh, yes, yes. I'm listening all the, all the time. You know, I, I tried to be on the show a few times, but I was too scared probably to do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Well, Martin, I'm sorry you haven't come on before. Now it's been lovely talking to you. And you're, what, what you're doing is a wonderful thing, by the way. And it's costing you money to Thank do that, of course. Much. And it's a wonderful thing, particularly with the price of diesel and petrol nowadays. Of course, it's an expensive yeah, thing yeah, for you yeah, to so, do. Uh, so yeah, so that's why what I what I want to say something because you know I, I told that uh, uh, I told the story to my friends at work. Uh, I don't know if I can say where I work. Yeah, go say where you work. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, I. I, I I working uh, for Irish Life for GWLEE. Okay. Uh, uh, so you know when when my friends from work uh, uh, heard the uh, the story that I told them, they chipped in money. And you know the the last run that I did, uh, I did the uh, run uh, with the money that they collect for me. And since then, you know uh, the family of those friends is, is is the word of mouth. So they say, oh yeah, we're gonna chip in. Can you go once again? <laughs> and you know I, I I already have uh, money to go for like four trips right now that I'm gonna do in a few days. Oh, okay, so, because I was uh, gonna say diesel is expensive. <laughs> Yeah. To be making two and a half hour trips there yeah. and back, yeah. but you know, uh, you know, but I'm not going only for 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 uh, for that because I on the way in uh, 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 to the border I'm doing the shopping because I know what is needed at the at the border. Uh, they need medicine, they need uh, you know blankets, they need uh, food, they need nappies, they need all the hygienic stuff that women need. You know, yeah. because uh, sometimes they leave as they stand and they don't have anything. So I always go to the shop and buy just to the, get some uh, provisions you know, yes provisions yeah, yes. yes supplies and you know drop the supplies then directly and then get the people back so you know I think uh, you know that, that, that sounds okay and uh, by the way is, I, I don't know if, if we can do any is there any way that people listeners if they want to can help you have you set up a little GoFundMe or something like that that we can put up a link to or is there any way people can well, help you even with just a couple of quid or whatever it is to send you money well, for you your see, diesel I, 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 you see I'm, af- I'm afraid to do it because you know I, I don't know if I'm then going to uh, be uh, uh, you know on the expectation and people oh, I know what have you expectations mean. <laughs> from you know that kind of way I know. so uh, you know I'm doing that uh, my own time uh, I'm leaving in the morning then I'm coming back to the Krakow and I'm logging to work and I start my normal day work in the office here uh, in the apartment so uh, you know I just I just I don't want to commit okay I, I get you uh, no I, I understand why and by the way when are you coming back to Ireland uh, so probably I'm gonna stay here for two more weeks. My wife and my daughter is gonna be leaving here uh, tomorrow. Actually, they're coming back to Ireland, and I'm gonna be stay behind. So we'll see what what kind of the peace talks gonna be uh, done between uh, Russia and Ukraine. But but uh, for now on, I'm gonna do those trips for whatever I have the money on. I'm gonna do it. 
Okay, well, look, well done to you, and it's a lovely thing to do. Um, it's thank just, you very much. It really is fantastic. All right, listen, thank you very much, Martin, and I appreciate you coming on the air to you. talk to us today. All right. There, no there you go. Man. What a wonderful human being. He takes his own time in his own car to drive before he goes to work every morning, two and a half hours to the border, to pick up and help people, to bring them to the nearest town or airport or wherever it is they need to go, refugees who were coming from Ukraine, uh, people who were fleeing what could be a disastrous situation. And well done to him. I mean, there's not many people would volunteer just to do that themselves every single day. And it could cost money because time is money apart from anything else. And apart from anything else, he has put fuel in his car and he's buying provisions and medical supplies and all sorts of things. Isn't it nice to think that there's people out there with a great humanitarian bone in their body? It's wonderful. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.